All right, then time now for our main topic. Uh, we will start with a review of Bumblebee. I thought you were talking about Aquaman. I'll kill all <laughs> of you. <laughs> Just kidding. We're talking about Bumblebee. I didn't say shit. So Bumblebee is the sixth Transformers film. Jesus. Uh, let's get into some initial thoughts. We'll start with you, Sparks. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah? Uh, ben? Yeah, so that first five minutes, can we just have that as a Transformers movie? I agree. Please. Uh, Ryan? I liked it quite a bit. If this were the first Transformers movie, I'd probably like it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. I think this is definitely, I mean, I don't think this is controversial. It's the best Transformers movie. Oh, it is. Easy. Um, I, I will completely agree with that. 100%. Those, those opening minutes of Cybertron reminded me of the Fall of Cybertron video games. Yes, it did. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yes, it I was. I want to go back and play those. Seeing, the, oh, seeing that yeah. Optimus Prime was real rad. Yeah. Um, seeing Optimus, seen all of them. Seeing Optimus just go around kicking ass hey, in and general. You know, you know what was great? You see RC in this movie. You do. And you know how you know she's RC? She looks like RC. You also see Cup. Two for a hot second. You know why? You know that's that's who they are. Yeah, because they look like them. Yeah, Soundwave, Shockwave, Starscream, it's all of them. Like it's almost like if you use the if you use the designs that people know, it's easier than just being like this is. Hmm, or Ironhide? we can spend two hundred million dollars and make it incomprehensible. Yeah, I mean I don't know about you, but I'm Michael Bay. Yeah. Also, you know what I that I don't like about this movie? I could see all the action. Why aren't we cutting it every two seconds like a Michael Bay movie? You know the the, the Michael Bay it's editing. A joke, ben. Jesus. I, I, I know <laughs> the, the Michael Bay editing has never really bothered me, especially because in three, four, and I think a little bit of five, he does he does tighten it up a bit because he's so shooting his scenes on IMAX and it's harder to cut on IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I didn't like is that they always looked like junkyards. Yes. Like, they looked like incomprehensible junkyards fighting. And in this one, they looked like robots. They looked like they had personalities, and they looked really good. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but these but these Transformers had good had, had clear personalities. Justin. And there's not a thousand of them. There's, like, four. <laughs> there, uh, and one of them dies in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Cliffjumper. Blitzwing, I was going to say. No, Cliffjumper. Oh, I was Cliff- saying the main... The oh main yeah, characters. Blitzwing gets like, but also Cliffjumper. I love how Blitzwing dies. By the way, I oh, thought yeah. that I thought both uh, spoilers. By the way, if you guys don't know by now, um, it's your fault. Yeah. Um, the the way that Blitzwing and Justin Theroux's character, uh, I don't. Justin Theroux was in this movie. He's the blue Decepticon. Oh, um, he. The way he dies when he transforms and the chain gets into his gears, that was awesome. That was yeah. great. That was real good. Faulty That's manufacturing sweet. on their part. Yeah, that was a lot. That was really cool. Um, triple changing is triple changing is a super cool in general. And you pointed out to me, I saw it, but you yeah, pointed yeah, out, like, what, that one scene where they're like flying off to the satellite grid or, or mm-hmm. to the tower. Uh, he's changing and he's you, you cut for a moment. You see, he's kind of like a narrow, thin car with just the helicopter propeller on top. Like before he's he changing, and I was like, "That's kind of funny looking." <laughs> yeah, <that's cool. laughs> Um, one of the other things I, I, I liked about this is um, John Cena, who is an actor I really don't have an opinion on, uh, but when he... I love him now. When he's like, their names are Decepticons. Does that Does not that, raise any red flags? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty sweet. I like how I they, thought that was funny. He had a lot of good uh, just like straight face deliveries. Yeah. Uh, like uh-huh. when the guy's like, yeah, I shoplifted this thing once. We know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a lot of good moments and then shooting his buddy at the beginning. I, I thought John Cena played well for the yeah. role he had. I mm-hmm. thought he played it real yeah. well. So I want to talk about the stuff that, that doesn't work as well for me. Uh, I don't think the stuff that are clearly prequel stuff. So when this film works as an independent Transformers fan, film, it it's works. my biggest problem with the whole it movie. Works. Yes. But because it works as a prequel, it has to have Sector 7. It has to have Bumblebee now have, losing his voice. It's the Hoover Dam. It's S- Fort McKinnon. It's so all these things. R- Ryan and I talked about this a lot because like it if entirely felt like at times that the movie couldn't decide if it wanted to be connected to the later films or not. Yes. Uh, because, it, and I think they should have just gone with not because they're already violating 
the timeline established by those later films because well, Bumblebee was the end of this movie ruins because Bumblebee was in World timeline. War II. Well, so if you t- if you take it how like if you want to do some fancy editing, uh, four five are, are erased completely by the beginning of this film. Sure, one isn't erased until the end of the film. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. When those with the Transformers. Sure, hey, buddy, that's but, a lot but, of erasing. But the, but the for point a is that the movie the movie's already violating it. Is yeah. my point. Yeah. So. They should have just committed to doing their own thing. Sector 7 didn't bother me because I could take that as a, just a nod to the previous films, but not necessarily. Simmons? Did you see Simmons was I in it? I did see Simmons was in it. Where? I see him. Simmons, oh, he, Simmons just is like a different dude, and he comes up, and he it's not John Turturro. Like it's like a guy. younger guy, yeah. and he comes up, and he says oh, something to John Cena, gives, and it says oh, Simmons on his name tag, and it's supposed to be. I didn't catch that. I didn't okay. mind just Sector 7 itself being present, I think is a good just nod to the previous films, but I didn't need it to be sequel setup. Yes, I agree. Uh, I thought that could have stayed, but then everything else I could have lost. I didn't need the establishment of, of making the world work for those later films, especially yes. because you're you're kind of breaking it anyway, so why should I care? What, what yeah. works so well? I yeah, wanted yeah. them to commit to just being something new. What yeah. works so well about this movie is how small small scale it is. Yeah. It's about Haley Steinfeld, mm-hmm. and, and she's real bummed out because she lost her dad. She's real good in this. She oh, is really yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Everything involved in her and Bumblebee, I loved. I thought the, the, the random best friend who just shows up, I, I thought he was pointless. He, 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 works, no, to, he, he works to have some someone to bounce Haley Steinfeld off, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's his only service in the plot. And He, he has but, no point at the was, end. He's you not need even that involved. Character. You need that character so that Haley Steinfeld's just not talking to someone I agree, but back. I don't think he was done well. I don't I don't know that I do agree with that because she was doing that fine with just Bumblebee mm-hmm. and all the scenes of him are outside being nervous uh, scared to meet her and then he meets her Which, and then in the final battle he's not even there and he shows up later for a joke because there's literally nothing she said to him like that actually mattered that she couldn't have said to Bumblebee it would have been weird if she was just talking to a car but he's a character so it's fine mm-hmm. yeah she, there's nothing that she needed to actually like get out and say and you need a little bit of need romance to be with for the now, I'll I'll, de- I'll defend the inclusion of that character I won't defend how they handled the character yeah uh, I do think that they that they should have handled him better. I do think you need a character like that in the movie, though. I don't think they needed it, but I can see where it's easier to have one. Yeah, sure. If you don't want to do the legwork of writing it better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they didn't utilize him well, so it just it's he's pointless. Yeah. I. I but he doesn't. His presence in the film doesn't do anything. It doesn't. For it me. doesn't affect. Doesn't, that's the thing. It doesn't. Me. It doesn't amplify anything. But it doesn't hurt anything. It's kind of just kind of there, there yeah, and it's yeah. kind of eh, okay. Whatever. Uh, so, I, yeah. I mean. Having the friend show up, I thought I felt like he showed up a little later than he could should have. He does show up towards halfway he through the film, pretty yeah. late in the movie, and then I mean, yeah, it's great that he had that he can like bounce stuff off of Haley Steinfeld's care of uh, Charlie, but at the same time, during the final fight, I kind of like that he does stay behind because it's like, no, this is Charlie's show. She's gonna go and help be and and kick ass and take names. <laughs> sure, but why introduce him halfway through the movie and yeah. then not have him in the final act? Uh, Chekhov's person. I don't need that I don't need Chekhov's gun. Um, let's see. Uh, I love I love the whole family in this. I really like the family dynamic. Like yeah. being a young person dealing, like not to get too real, but like you know, someone who's lost a parent and like having to deal with that, and then you have like a mom who's like she's trying to move on because she's got to live her own life, and like the silly stepdad who just wants to be a good stepdad. I loved all that stuff. I thought it was all great, and all the stuff with Bumblebee, uh, it's great. The stuff with, uh, and I've never liked it from any of the Transformers movies, the slapstick comedy of Bumblebee trying to get through a small door. That dude's an intergalactic robot who can travel through space, and he can't through f- f- through a door? That always to bothered me. To be fair, me. I'll give him... It's always bothered I, me. I understand. I give him small benefit of the doubt in this one. How? Because of the memory core being damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's he why... Seems a little, okay. He seems a little more... 
you know, gotta Fine. learn things. All right. I think so I can accept it more still, in this one. No, I think it's a little unfair to compare this film to the other films because it clearly doesn't want to be. Um, sure, but and, they don't include the, com- stuff from the comparisons are going to have to be there, and, the th- and that's why I feel like the stuff that doesn't work is the stuff that's from the from the first five yeah. films because they that's studio mandated. You have to have this. You have to have this movie. But clearly, Travis Knight doesn't give a shit. Yeah, because he includes he was able to use the G one designs, and we and Optimus at the end of the film is still in his G one design. So I've I've another uh, a thing that I'm so the the beginning opening battle on Cybertron is that the same battle that we saw in the in the Transformers movies. Supposedly, no. it doesn't line up because that's twenty years later yeah. or thousands of years earlier. I don't know what's happening. It's, well, thousands, it's supposed to be thousands of years. Well, nineteen eighty-seven. Also, the designs of Cybertron changed throughout the movies. It actually themselves. looks like Cybertron. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Cybertron. It See, looks that's, better. That's, that's my thing. I'm like, I know we really shouldn't care, but we have this. We have ten years of movies that no one really likes. You know, one and three, whatever. But like right. overall, the Transformers franchise is tainted, and it's like I really think they should have just hard cut from it. Yeah, they just they needed to make a choice. The, the biggest the biggest flaw of this movie is the waffling between being connected or not. Yeah, yes. And they needed to make a decision, and they needed to make it strongly and presently. If they yes. didn't have the the final end credit scene where you see the Autobots coming to Earth twenty years earlier than they're supposed to. Then I'd be fine, but like you are just destroying the movie you're setting up. But let me tell you, when Bumblebee tr- when Bumblebee rolls up against uh, towards the the truck, I was like, oh, Optimus is yeah, on Earth. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and then he turns into a Camaro, <laughs> which and and that's exciting. But it's also like then he didn't need to be a Camaro. I didn't need yeah. him to be the Camaro. I didn't need him. He, to be he could. He could have been the bug. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. Be also, different. he's supposed to be the bug at the beginning of that movie, right? Be no, different. He's he's no, the he's the Camaro. Oh, sorry. That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The joke is that he breaks the bug. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Be different. Just commit. Yeah, uh, that that was my that was my biggest problem. I love that. Decepticons actually being deceptive, and and like the humans yeah. like uh, what's the Powell like friend, friend Powell. Powell like he's so stupid he I, realizes it right before he dies. I really like uh, Dylan O'Brien as the voice of Bumblebee. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I mean, he was really good. Yeah. I thought he was really good. Oh yeah. It's a I shame that that, was... that voice was gone so fast, but it was yeah. real good. Yeah. I, I wish that they we had kept his voice for a lot longer. Definitely. And again, it's one of those things where we're where we're saying this film. I wish had just hard cut away from right. the franchise. I, so. Uh, I oh. wish his voice had been able to be repaired along with the memory core later. Like Charlie had been again not connecting to the later films. Yeah. Charlie had been able to fix it because I don't mind the interaction of her learning about him without him being able to speak. I think it works and I think it's rather sweet. Yeah, I just needed to lose that eventually yes. that he could talk again. Yes, Ben, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say so. Going back to um, Solo, one of the biggest problems who I had though that, that, that <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, I said that too. Levy was yeah. how yeah. Solo got his name. It's a checkbox origin movie. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's effing stupid. Whereas in this one, where she where hey the stat where Charlie's like, you kind of sound like a bumblebee. I'm gonna call you that from now. I was like, you know what? I did not mind that because, 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 because too. before Optimus says, "Where is B127?" and then he shows up because like, okay, so only a few Transformers have actual names. Cliffjumper has a name. Optimus ha- Optimus Prime has a name, but Bumblebee is just B127. He's just a standard. Possibly, I'm a robot. Generic, generic, generic bot. Um, Genericon, Genericon, uh, Autobot. Until he, until he becomes an actual soldier, like Casey Casual of of bots. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to imagine that, like, yeah, he was just a a generic robot. Then he, like, he got elevated to the status. Where's B one twenty seven? Yeah, um, the uh, so I actually have a problem with Cliff Jumper's design. Which is very interesting because I've been so positive on the designs of this one. Uh, if you look at him against the two Decepticons, it's clear that they're not from the same design aesthetic. And it, like the two Decepticons, they look clear and they look, but Cliff Jumper almost feels like they plopped the 86 Transformers movie into this movie and kind of shaded it so that it might look real and metallic. And they didn't quite go far enough well, because Optimus looks. G1, yeah. but he looks like part of that same design aesthetic. He looks like 
he looks like he belongs to that world. Cliff Jumper did not. It could just be because he he's kind of just like a throwaway, like, hey, it's Cliff Jumper and he's gonna die. Maybe they just like you know exactly what he looks like, so it's just like yeah. You know, that could be the it. second time in ten years we've seen I'll, Cliff Jumper I'll be die. Honest, I don't have it present in my mind enough. It didn't bother me. Yeah, it, it didn't bother me either. I, I, I don't, you I are you are more aware of it yeah, yeah. Than, yeah. than I am. So. Well, and also quick little tiny little t- uh, side note that I really enjoyed. I liked how Optimus's faceplate never moved. Me too. Yeah. It was, Thank God. And by moved, I mean he didn't have a mouth. I mean it was just his solid. You don't face like his crazy like synthesized lips. <laughs> I, yeah. I like Optimus with a straight faceplate. That his faceplate moves and that's fine. That makes me happy. Yeah, because um, that's Optimus Prime. So so let's continue talking about some of the stuff that works because I do think this film works uh, really well. I actually really like him uh, crashing in on John Cena's character first. Yeah. yeah. That encounter and that establishing the, the awareness and the interaction and how they go about it. I really like that as a, because you normally expect that the first person B would have been encountered would probably be Charlie. And that's yeah. usually yeah. how that kind of, I love that it's John Cena's group right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, I thought that whole chase and the way that went down was really good. Um, yeah, I really like the way that played out. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things that we're talking about, like the prequel, turns into a Humvee. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. the prequel stuff. We're talking about the prequel stuff that doesn't quite work, but uh, what I did appreciate is that they never say it's section seven until much later on to the film. Yeah, right. Because even yeah. then, I was like, is this is this section seven? Yeah, because they have the little S sevens, but they're not saying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did appreciate that there was like, that's, like that's sector why, seven. That's why I was saying like. As a reference to the previous films, I think it would work really well, not as prequels. Seven. Did you and like the truck you, that's out that John Cena drives to Charlie's house? It says Sector Seven. Yeah, on yeah. It. Did yeah. you did you see, hear about the the cameo that was almost in the movie? They almost had a G one Megatron in the ice. I was wondering. I was gonna say there's no mention of Megatron, right? Not a single one. So I was wondering. So he'd be G one looking, but in the ice still. That, see, that, that's that, a, that would make that's it, exactly the that's line. Cool, of like, but it'd be uh, like worse because they're rewriting oh, their yeah. own movie. That's the exact line of like where I'm. It no doesn't thanks. even work. Like, Thanks, then I hate ju- it. if he's going to be in the G1 design, don't even put him there. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not I'm, the Megatron that was in the ice. I'm glad it, it's not there because that would have been more confusing. Now, I want to say if this, if they go forward with this film franchise, if they make a sequel to this one, oh, boy. Uh, I am totally okay with just throwing away my, my Giants Warmers DVDs and just saying that this is the, I this am is the too, continuity. But I was, I was talking to Sparks. I'm scared that this is going to go the route of the X Men where it's going to be like a decade thing or a year's thing where we have to lead up to 2007. I, I don't know, I because I, I think... That's what I'm scared of, I mean. I know yeah. that's what you're scared of. I think if they are going to make a sequel, I think they'd do it if there is to be another... I think the whole reason why they waffled between the two is because they weren't confident it would make money. Yeah. Yes. No, they weren't confident it would make money, okay. and so they needed it to stay as a prequel in case they were going to leave the franchise done. I don't think the par- I don't think Paramount is as connected to the Transformers franchise as Brian Singer is to X-Men. Yeah. And, and if they were going to be done with it, they wanted it to be able to be a prequel to that. But if they wanted to continue it, they wanted to be able to establish something that wasn't connected to Michael Bay anymore. Yeah. But that's the problem, is they just need to make that choice. And Michael Bay is still a producer on this film. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. and if they'd made the choice, then I feel like we could... We could be so. If there were to be another, I feel like they're just going to be like, okay, we're doing our own thing. Like this worked, yes. and, and f- the reason it worked is yeah. because it's not the Michael Bay stuff. So let's just walk and away for from us, it. people mm-hmm. who like original Transformers and want this like more Bumblebee stuff. That's great. Yeah. But I fear, like, for the the people who do like the regular Transformers movies, they're going to be like, oh, Bumblebee two. I thought it was going to lead up to Transformers one. This doesn't make any sense. Why? But I think is it after a while, universe? I think because the Transformers franchise is tainted enough yeah. that yeah. I think after a while, audiences will just accept it. I yeah. I hope so. I'm just I, studio interference is what I worry about. It really depends. I mean, like regardless of how much money this is making right now, the word of mouth about it is so positive oh, that yeah. I feel like if they were to continue in a direction that's not really connected to the Michael Bay movies, I don't think the fans of those originals are passionate enough to give a shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think that they can just do whatever they want if they want to go forward. But if they do go forward, 
I, I, they will kill this very quickly if they're trying to connect to those Michael Bay films. Yeah, they absolutely. need to just go in a new direction now. Absolutely. Because I, I can get, if you're going to go in a new direction, I can let go of the things that are clearly prequel set up here. I can let them go if you're going to just scrap all that and mm-hmm. go forward. Yeah. But go forward fresh. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't try to set up anymore. Don't try to like connect the what connected. Like Simmons was the worst. That yeah, was the was. thing that bothered me the most. I'm like, you are trying to say that this is a prequel, and I really don't like that. Yes, I don't uh, mind Sector Seven. I'm okay with the Hoover Dam. I'm Fort I'm McCain. not a fan of the Camaro thing, but dang, like really, just leave those movies be. Huh? You already Remember said Simmons. That, you already said that they don't really matter. So yeah, yeah. just so go don't, there. Don't try to Frankenstein connect the dots to this thing to make it. Oh, it all makes sense because then once the second you after you watch Bumblebee and then you pop in the first Transformers movie 07 or whatever came out. Oh seven. Then yeah, and then it's gonna have Optimus coming to Earth. And it's like, but he Here, we just a, saw a, him five minutes ago. Right. What the hell? Here's, here's, so here's here's something uh, uh, to to what Ryan was saying. If Michael Bay comes back to the franchise, if he decides to direct another one, no, can we um, then can we petition to say no? No, we're not. We're not. We're not that stupid. Yeah. Um. If 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 Michael Bay comes back to do another one, then yes, I would say yeah, they're probably going to just ignore Bumblebee and and just move forward with the franchise as as they were. But if he doesn't, if he never comes back to direct another one, if he just stays as a as an executive producer, which we all know means nothing. Yes. Then. We can see some. Then Paramount, I feel like, are more into doing movies like this because Hasbro actually has a lot more say in this franchise than All Spark Pictures. All Spark Pictures. Oh, yeah, that's new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. They have a lot more say in this in the in the production of these films. So I think they want to see something more akin to G One, like we yeah. have been seeing. We mm-hmm. see it a lot in the other Transformers media. I think they want to have that synergy. What scares and, me is, uh, oftentimes we get really good first movies, and then the directors don't come back for the sequel. That's what I'm worried about because Travis Knight is like he's got he's got the relationship stuff and like the personal stuff on lockdown and his actions I great. I don't I don't honestly expect him to come back. That's what I don't I'm, expect him to come that's back. That's what scares me because this movie's not. But that doesn't like, mean that it can't be a good director still sure. who would come back and do another. And I don't think that the sequel needs to be about Bumblebee. No, I'll put I that out so either. there either. I think it can yeah. be a wider Transformers film from Bumblebee's perspective. Yeah, that's cool. But not about Bumblebee. Not what? a story about Bumblebee. Watch if they do do a sequel, and this is just me spitballing. No. Act no real Unicron, not bullshit Unicron. Okay. Well, yeah, but that's like down the line. Yeah. If they do decide to do a sequel, kind of make it like the old A's cartoon where it's some um, Everybody robot- dies. <laughs> no, where robots are actually in disguise, but it's like it's from Bumblebee's you got perspective. Three mo- you got three movies to get there. I don't want to see that in the sequel. No. You, you gotta have you gotta have a couple movies of robots in disguise before you get like robots are here. Yeah, I know, but it's like the but it's like the Autobots and Decepticons are fighting, but there's no main human characters. Well, you're never gonna get a Transformers movie without humans. You're you need to. You need to have the humans. What I like about this film is that it does it, because it does simplify how many Transformers are in this movie. Mm-hmm. You are able to not have a screaming, blithering idiot like yeah. Sam Witwicky running yeah. around while the Transformers there's, kind of there's stomp th- around. only three main Transformers. And uh, I mean, besides side characters like Optimus, yeah. but like there's only three Transformers. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I was gonna uh, comment on the the. Um, how the prequel setup thing uh, really affects this movie. Uh, the the movies, you got to care about Bumblebee and everything that's happening with him, and that you're you're rooting for him to be able to to protect the human beings and to uh, protect the Earth and to get the Autobots there. Right, that's the that's Hell the thing you're yeah. rooting for. If you take this movie as a prequel to the Michael Bay films, there's this whole thing where they make a case about we need to catch Bumblebee because if he's here, then he's going to bring this war to Earth and all the humans are going to... That's what the bad guys say to the human beings to convince them. And guess what? If these are prequels to the Michael Bay films, they're freaking right and you shouldn't support Bumblebee. (gasps) And that's, that's another reason why I really don't want these to be 
this to be a prequel setup. It just doesn't work. It totally. also, and also it also doesn't it also doesn't work because the reason why the the Transformers come to Earth is to find the All Spark. Yes, mm-hmm. not to just kind of like we need to regroup somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And again, like uh, go ahead, Ben. No, also because it's like yeah, we should probably should trust these guys. How can we have one of them frozen in our basement? Oh, what do what you, I do what I do like is, is um I don't I don't like that we're that we're doing this. The guys like. Well, they've just given us the power to kill them if we if we don't like what they're doing. Yeah, I kind of like that like turn coat that the that the yeah. that the general does. Yeah. So, um, creating some kind of interconnected network, some we- a web of information. I was like, okay, well, 1985. Yeah. It, yeah. Was it 85 or 87? 87. 87. 87. It, it was definitely the 80s. The music wouldn't let me forget. Yes. Oh yeah. Hey, okay. Hey, At first, I was speaking of music. The touch plays in this movie. Yes. That, that was awesome. That, okay. Yeah. That was I good. loved that part. All the stuff is like, oh, right, A's jams. I like it. The rest of the movie was like, okay, can we stop? As much as as much as much it bothered me how many 80s jams there were, so I, many. Will, I will give them credit for the fact that they at least, for the most part, chose songs that are not commonly the like 80s go-tos that a lot yeah. of other films will use when they're trying to say, hey, Let we're in the 80s. Let me tell you guys. But, yes. So this, in 1987, the year the Bumblebee took place is also the year Deadly Class took place. And Deadly Class also has an entire 80s soundtrack, but it's all music you guys have never heard, so it's fantastic. Great. It's great. It's like real good, synthy, old school, like New Order. Hold on, is together. the touch in it? Because then, then I don't care. <sighs> Brandon only comes for the bush. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's bush, but not Stan. So. Oh boy. Yeah. So, what episode <laughs> of Frothy Crotch are we on now? Oh, 69. I, I think that is. A, I think that is a joke that I've been cutting out of the episodes. Oh, they don't Damn. know about Frothy Crotch. So the audience does not know about this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that joke was in an episode, our Christmas episode, which hasn't gone. Oh, hasn't yet. even aired yet. Oh, Time no! travel. <laughs> Well um, done, Ben. You just screwed up the continuity of our podcast. And that's how Bumblebee works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right. Yeah, it's I screw I do. The- I, I think that the action sequences are pretty are pretty fun. They're clear, yeah. concise. I love the, I love ch- the chase sequence with the with the with the police with the police car. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, Charlie hiding in a trash can was apparently the worst place. Uh-huh. Oh, immediately she shot at. Immediately, immediately shot at. Hey, but yep. you know what? She's a character who had agency and try and and helped. Yeah. No, she was. And I, I liked I, that. I appreciate Unlike it. Sam Witwicky, she actually did. To stuff. be fair, in the first film, Sam no. Witwicky does help. I was gonna say uh, Sam. Sam he did does, help. He gives the all spark. Oh, the all spark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does do that. I'll give I'll give first movie Sam Witwicky some pass. Okay, but what about two and three? No, he, he's pass. the reason. No, yeah. let, Optimus let's Prime's pass. like, you guys can go die. Actually, in three, he kills Starscream. Oh, he oh, does. He does. Kill oh, he does. Yeah, that lessens Starscream for me now. <laughs> I actually, I actually really wish Starscream was in this movie because yeah. I think you could have done a lot with that character. Well, you do see I him mean, for a second. You see a bunch of people. At, he, he's a with minute. the Genericons on Cybertron. I did. Yeah. I did really like uh, the the. Ravager coming out. And yeah, that was so. That was a great moment. Yeah, the whole cla- old sound that, because he's yeah. got the synth tape sound. And I'm like, that that's pretty neat. That yeah. whole part. Every time we were on Cybertron, I know it's only like about. Grand we total. have two flashbacks on Cybertron, it and I was just, into both of we them. See that the same, made me yeah. so happy, especially when you hear like the digitized, synthesized sound wave where he's yeah. like, "Ravage, eject," yeah. and I was like, and every time they transform, they do it. I'm like. Can't we just have this? Optimus like, is action. Optimus is action when he like when he like shooting the the tower class. He's he falling off the tower. Yeah, he's falling down a tower. Yeah, it's really like, great. So cool. I'm watching this. Like, just make this, Travis Knight. Can you just make this it's into a two and a half money, hour man. movie, please? This it would cost money. a lot of money. I now, know. However, it would be Aquaman money. <laughs> I know, but it looks so pretty. It looks so beautiful. Just make. Transformers War for Cybertron the movie. Just just do that. That's yeah. too hard. I know, yeah, but and, I want it. And Brandon, I know you said it before, but like. 
Looks so like good. Uh, we we've been waiting for like really good looking Transformers since tw- 2007. We need like, to know what they look and like. And their whole thing was like, oh, no one wants to see those old robots. They want them looking new and fresh. And Bullshit. Like, no, we don't. This looks great. Uh, when we were watching it, Ryan Ryan went. Oh, at the moment where uh, Charlie had to dive down oh, into yeah. the water. So she, she's an um, ex-diver. And because and of the ex-diver thing. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. But, but good job on the script for coming full circle yeah, and having her actually take, do the leap uh-huh. of faith because we hadn't done it yet. Yep. And I'm yeah. like, that's cool. You got to do we the try, dive. We tried, to, we tried to get her to do it with the it was, touch. It was, it was like, I almost want to say this movie was like an emotional schlocky B movie, but like on a... But, but well done. Would yeah. you say a yeah. schlocky bumblebee? No, movie? I know, I know what I was getting myself <laughs> yes. into when I said it. But that's that's really well, what save it was. The schlock for Aquaman, my friend. Where is B one twenty seven? My name is Bumblebee. Yeah, and it, the, he uses her her audio uh-huh. when when she says it when when she well, when he says, he says it. Yeah, uh, I thought that was real cool. I, and the the end with Optimus and Bumblebee. Man, I like this movie a lot. <laughs> I love this movie. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think we're about wrapping up. I I liked um. The, the stepdad act and I liked the him family a lot. being, yeah. uh, I was going to say being helpful in the car pursuit. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did too. I thought that was that really the, good. The family, the family felt Real? appropriately part of the story. Yeah. They did. And not overly forced in. Yeah. Oh, you mean like when <laughs> Sam goes to college and then the mom eats uh, pot brownies and has a, a rage out on the lawn? Hey, Ryan made this, Ryan made this yeah, terrible hey. joke to me. Ryan yeah. made this terrible yeah. joke about what he wanted to happen with Charlie's character where he wanted to find out that like, <laughs> she'd lost she'd lost Bumblebee and she'd given him up and then it was really hard for her to forget about everything that happened so she did hardcore drugs and she became Sam Wiki's mom and, oh my God. and she just she regressed she repressed all the memories yeah, yeah. so that's why she's <laughs> and just, then like she's going just losing her mind when all this stuff is happening like, again so familiar. and I'm like that would literally be the worst thing to happen I mean, that's, prequel, how you, that's how you do prequels badly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah I think we're about wrapping up so why don't we get into some final thoughts sure. um, so Ben final thoughts for you oh, this, this is the best Transformers movie I, I want more G1 Transformers stuff. Give me more of that. That's please. not a cartoon. Yeah. What about a rating? Oh, rating? Nine. Nine. Hi. Uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I like this movie a whole lot. Um, I, I think most of the Transformers movies are are garbage, and like two of them are fine to good. This is definitely like the best one out of them. Like I would watch this over any of those other ones ever again. Uh, I'd give it like a I'd give it like an eight. Sparks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that uh, everything in the film was... Uh, we didn't talk much about the middle, but I thought the pacing of just her and Bumblebee connecting. Uh, like the scene on the beach, we didn't talk about that a yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. but that was a great moment. But mm-hmm. uh, the way that they they kind of grew their bond, that really worked very uh, kind of hearkening back to... Um, uh, kind of reminds me of Hiccup and Toothless. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Uh, a lot of that bond. I, I thought that because that relationship worked so well, the whole movie worked really well, and I thought that was really great. Uh, I thought the movie was paced out really well. The action worked great. The visual effects were strong. It's definitely the best Transformers film, so I'm really happy about that. I just really wish that they just committed to saying they were something different because yeah. they yeah. clearly wanted to be, but they were holding themselves back and trying to still keep some loose ties to the Michael Bay films and they should have just thrown it all out the window and been like, we're, we're whatever we want to be. Yeah. Sure. I think audiences are, are smart enough at this point and used to enough changes where they could have just come in and not had that happen. Right. Yeah. What would you rate it? Uh, I'm going to say 7.5. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I echo a lot of what you said. However, I do disagree. I think the pacing is a little slow towards the middle bit. Uh, I do think that the relationship between Charlie and Bumblebee is really is really really great in the heart of the, in the heart of this film. 
uh, and it really, really works. Um, I, I think the action sequences are a lot of fun. Um, what I just wanted to clarify, I meant the pacing of like establishing their relationship and their bond, not necessarily the pacing of the entire oh, film, oh, because yes. I do think once they introduce like the neighbor boy, the pacing gets a little lost and yes. slow and draggy, but the pacing of their relationship growing yeah. is what I thought worked so well. Yeah, I, uh, and then I echo that as well. I think the pacing is it's a little slow in the middle. Um, the action sequences are really good. I love the Transformers designs. Um, this is a really solid, fun film. Uh, I would give it a, about a... I would give this one an eight. I'd give it a solid eight, I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, All right, then. Let's move on. (laughs) 